Hi, this is Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold guaranteed or I'll buy it. <clears throat> Thanks for taking a minute to listen in. In a moment, I'll share with you some valuable information about this topic. More bad news about the economy and the real estate market. And some good news about how you can take advantage of it. If you see any properties that are of interest to you, let us know. We will gladly send you a property information packet on any loft, condo, or house, or private preview is available upon request. If you have a home you'd like to sell, you should know that I will guarantee the sale of your present home at a price acceptable to you, or I'll buy it for cash. This guarantee will allow you to buy your next home without worrying about selling your present home. To find out how much you can sell your home for, call me at 213-880-9910 now. So that's the most important thing is, it bears repeating, uh, which is that the economy is getting worse and the Los Angeles housing market is getting worse. The housing market, property market for most uh, urban areas, most big cities in the United States is getting worse, uh, meaning that the home prices are dropping, So, uh, but also the number of buyers is dropping. So that's how you could maybe call it worse, even though the lower prices mean, um, you know, good news for the few home buyers that are looking to take advantage of the low pr home prices. But... Um, there are very few of the uh, buyers taking advantage. So that's the that's it. We just need to repeat um, that people that have the money to invest or who need to move uh, to be putting in uh, lower offers than what they may be told by by others. Um, I talk to home buyers, sellers, landlords, renters, and investors every day, and I run the numbers uh, very frequently. Uh, usually several times a month, sometimes several times a week, sometimes almost every day, run the numbers of what's happening with home prices. And I do a monthly report so people know how much home prices have changed. So in our uh, LA Loft blog, we recently reported on the June market. So if you look at June, on the LA Loft blog, you'll see that the average area home price dropped by $48,500 uh, from the June of last year. So a $48,500 drop in one year is very substantial. It's more than 10%. Uh, sorry, it may be just under 10%, but uh, say roughly 10%. <clears throat> for the, these neighborhoods because they're around 500,000 now. So, okay, let's go this way. Uh, so, two, we're going to come up with some more bad news for you. So, not just the big cities are doing poorly. Most of the big cities are, are uh, falling in price. People are moving out of the big cities right now uh, because they're afraid and they're panicking and the virus hysteria so they're moving to the suburbs they're moving to a little bit more remote more spread out areas 
So the suburbs are doing not quite as bad as the big cities like Los Angeles and New York. Some people say that uh, Long Island is doing well, but they're talking about the suburban portion of Long Island and other suburbs because people are leaving, moving out of New York City and to Long Island and to other uh, more suburban areas. Not that I know New York that well, but that's just from my best uh, recollection, recollection from what I remember people discussing. So like Los Angeles has some suburban areas, but downtown uh, is very urban and much of West Los Angeles is um, urban or semi-urban. And uh, you got to get into the valley or Orange County in order to uh, really see a real suburban area with, you know, houses uh, that just has house after house after house. <clears throat> so, what else is the bad news? Oh, yeah, it's very important for me to mention how um, <clears throat> the economy is going to be is already worse than what people were saying, and it's going to also be getting worse from here as far as unemployment getting worse, more people unemployed, and uh, the stock market crashing again with big crashes, uh, more panic, more cascading crises, uh, more sense of crisis uh, coming of, uh, in different ways, um, people blaming the virus, even though the virus is, uh, while they are hiding important facts about the virus, that the government and the news media and social media um, monopolies do not want us to know. So that's why, if you notice, they are trying to exclude, they're trying not to mention comorbidities. And in the very rare circumstances when they have mentioned comorbidities, they have answered, uh, described it in doublespeak, political speak, and in ways to obfuscate it and minimize the uh, comorbidity factor. So they don't want people to know that word. They want people to know words that are uh, attached to fear and panic. Uh, whereas comorbidity is attached to relieving fear and relieving panic because it simply means other diseases, other uh, causes of death. And so that's why they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to mention the elephant in the room, the killer elephant in the room, which is the other diseases that when people are being marked as covid uh, nearly a hundred percent of them uh, have are linked to other ailments, pre-existing conditions, other diseases, such as old age, heart disease, diabetes, um, uh, you know, very deadly diseases, heart attack, um, stroke, um, meningitis other things that that kill people routinely and so they're also so they're they're hiding that and they're also hiding the likely cause of death so they won't 
tell us the likely cause of death. So, and then the other thing is, um, so that's the important things to know about the uh, hysteria and panic. So, in, it's good to know how accurate compared to the inaccurate information that we have heard. It's good to discuss the accuracy of the information that I have since I have been providing more accurate information than other sources. The reason is because I'm not a politician. I don't make my money off of advertising, but I have a 40-year background in advertising, so I understand what they are doing to make money off of the panic and hysteria and fear. Uh, I know how that works, so I can tell you as much as you'd like to know about how the, um, all that panic makes cash directly and quickly for the news media and for um, the newspapers, the television news, the social media, and all the others who sell advertising uh, and who gain monetarily and who profit from the panic. So also, if you go back and look at my record, I don't have to waver back and forth like the politicians have been wavering back and forth. Mask, no mask, no mask, 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 no mask, uh, and so forth. So uh, with me, I don't wear a mask unless I have to go into get some food or something, and they won't let me get my food without the mask. And there's several reasons for that. I've mentioned one of them, and that is because I'm able to spot and identify things that they have been hiding, attempting to hide, such as comorbidities, uh, the real causes of death, the total deaths, the total um, uh, COVID deaths compared to other deaths, and the total deaths... Um, uh, of the virus and total deaths of all the deaths in the United States and in the world. And most people don't even know that 150,000 people die uh, every day, roughly. It varies. Uh, and that has stayed the same. 150,000 people died before the so-called uh, terror of a plague. And 100,000 people a day are dying during the plague. So that tells you right there that I want you to know those numbers. If you notice, they're hiding that from you. They're not revealing that. They're not revealing all the numbers that would alleviate the sense of fear and panic uh, because they want more panic. So they're just adding stuff, saying things like, oh, we think, we estimate that maybe there's 10 times more people dying of COVID than what we're actually recording. Well, um, yeah, you could estimate a lot of things. There's no data to back that up. Uh, the, da the data that they have provided has been wrong, uh, very wrong, and the data on people going broke is real for those who uh, want to have their eyes open to that, which people in D.C., most of them don't, can't see it, don't want to see how many people are going broke. Here's a baby, uh, here's a baby lizard. 
Want to see the baby lizard? See the baby lizard? It's a baby lizard. It's a baby lizard. Where'd it go? Oh, he's right there. He's running. He's running away. It's a wizard. It's a wizard. Here. Can you get away? Oh, you took, took his tail off. Oh, here, let him get away. Let him run away. Oh. Here, look at it. I think he tore his tail off. Okay. He might live. He's lucky. Come on, sweetie. I let him get away so he could try to live, sweetie. Come on. Come on, sweetie, puppy. Got away, come on. Come on, sweetie. All right, sorry about that. My dog uh, decided to chase the lizard and I tried to give the lizard a fighting chance. So now he has some chance. He would have had a better chance if I told my dog, if I had not have told my dog there was a baby lizard there. But, I was hoping that he would maybe be friendly somehow. My fault, but I rescued the lizard. He wasn't uh, dead. He may live. His tail will grow back. <laughs> he might be missing a leg. All right. So we're talking about... So you can look at that baby lizard that my dog just terrorized and um, that I tried to rescue. Um, and that's the economy. The economy is a baby lizard and the giant vicious monster of a dog is panic and hysteria. And uh, deceit, deception, and censorship. And censorship is part of deception. Censorship, censors will say, oh, we're trying to fight deception. That's why we're censoring. Or we're trying to, you know, make it uh, more enjoyable for our users, for our community, for our community standards. The community standards are, that's the same thing that right-wing wackos would say, you know, we don't want any homosexuals. It doesn't match our community standards. The right-wing wackos would say, uh, we don't want you to use these words. It doesn't match with our standards.
My dog has stuff all over his face. So the liberal lunatics are taking censorship right out of the playbook of the right-wing wackos. That's why I say that the liberal lunatics and the right-wing wackos are birds of a feather because if they use the same playbook, the same bad tactics, and deliver the same bad results of oppression, and um, then, you know, it's they're, they're, they're one and the same. So that's the real monster right now of the economy. Because if people are allowed to have all the information, allowed to talk freely, allowed to present uh, differing views, allowed to present opposing viewpoints, then uh, there we would not be in the Great Depression of 2020. We are in the Greater Depression of 2020. Uh, We've had the three worst numbers in history, worse than the Great Depression of 1929-1934. We've had the biggest stock market crash, bigger than the Great Depression stock market crash of 1929. We've had the biggest spike in unemployment, bigger than the Great Depression spike in unemployment. And we've had the biggest drop in GDP, bigger than the Great Depression drop in GDP. So as I was watching Ben Mala, who owns many hundreds of millions of dollars of real estate, uh, he reminded everyone that you need to, you know, sell your extra property if you need to generate some cash. And there aren't very many buyers, especially if, you're, if you want to sell commercial real estate right now. People are not paying market rate for commercial real estate because it's, commercial real estate is, is losing and it's going down. So if people need to sell their commercial real estate, they're going to have to give a significant percentage off, like... 20 percent, 30 percent, 40 percent, 50 percent. That's what's necessary to maybe if they're lucky, just 10 percent uh, to get rid of the uh, commercial real estate. And he mentioned Ben Mala mentioned that we need to cut back our expenses and generate that cash reserves because things are going to get worse and worse. He says that he hopes things will get better soon. Uh, unfortunately, hope hope is not a business plan. Hope is not a plan at all. So uh, you have to have a plan. You can be hopeful. You don't want to be unhopeful because that's worse. Worse results. Being hopeful is better results than being unhopeful or hopeless. But it's not a plan, and you have to have a plan. You've got to plan your work, work your plan, and be hopeful. So the plan, he did provide the plan, which is to cut your expenses, sell your excess property, and be able to use that to survive, and then to take advantage of opportunities when they come up. So you have to have um, probably twice as much cash reserves as what you might think. Uh, 
maybe three or four times as much cash reserves as what you might think that you need uh, because of the Greater Depression is worse and will get worse and worse than what people expect. It will uh, squeeze people and companies financially much more than they expect. Uh, you got to, a good analogy is the uh, toilet paper and the food shortages. And you have to extend that into the economy. So we're going to have, that's just a sign, that's an omen, a sign, a warning, a prediction, an indicator of what is to come with the economy, which is uh, crazy things that are worse than what people expect and worse than what normally happen and worse than what happens in a recession. Uh, it's uh, depression types of things. Depression types of uh of of shocks and the results of depression is much worse, more strange, more debilitating, uh, more scary, more confusing than an ordinary recession. And people can barely even handle an ordinary recession. Uh, society, governments and people, want to blame everything and everyone and say that things are really horrible and that the, whoever whoever their political opponents are were the cause. And none of that is true. Uh, the cause is people not being prepared for the down cycle, even though down cycles always come. And we have a government that does... Uh, we, we, the government will never tell people that we have cycles. Uh, if you go to Harvard or Yale or another good school, they will teach people who take the economics classes that we have economic cycles. But uh, for the most part, people are not taught about economic cycles. They're taught wrong, which is, oh, it's a down economy because our political opponents caused it. And that's completely devoid of truth and detached uh, from reality. Uh, the economy goes up and down uh, automatically. And it varies based on the stupid things that people do. But it's still there and it always happens. Come here, let's put on your leash. Come here. Sit. Here, put on your leash. Good boy. That's a good whippy puppy. Oh, he's a fun puppy. He's a fun puppy. Oh, he wants to play. Okay. And so, <coughs> that is the true nature of the economy and economic cycles. And the same is probably true for uh, Great Depressions. They happen every 50 or 100 years. And I'm, and I'm sure that's going to vary quite a bit. And then it, it gives what people don't, what they don't teach that they should, because people are, um, I mean, you got to realize that humans really are 2% smarter than monkeys. We don't want to think of ourselves that way. People want to be human, humanist. Humans are great. Humans are smart. Humans are wonderful. And they are. They are. And, and they're also 2% smarter than monkeys. And 
So monkeys are great and wonderful as well. You don't have to, we don't have to put down the monkeys. But a monkey cannot uh, figure out economics. And humans, in general, can, uh, cannot understand economics very well. Just like most people can't understand quantum physics all that well. We only see, as Howard Stern's mother says, there's a lot more there than what meets the eye. <laughs> and the reality is, as far as what meets our eye, is close to 0% of what's out there actually meets our eye. Uh, roughly 0% of what is there, and z- uh, close to 0% of the knowledge and information available uh, is roughly 0% is what we are able to see and learn. Economics is one of those things. And the true nature of the universe. People can only kind of barely surmise. So getting back to the true nature of the economy, it's uh, negative and getting worse. Uh, Thanks for joining me as we discussed how the economy is getting worse, housing markets getting worse. And here's how to take advantage of it, which is a new technology, especially in cost-cutting technology. The internet, software, apps, and other technologies that reduce costs. Google is an excellent example of that. AI, artificial intelligence, and many others. They're listed on the LA Loft blog, www.laloftblog.com. If you don't see it on the homepage, then search for... (laughs) Trying to remember what to search for. Search for um, bad news. Oh, more bad news. That's the title of the post today, the article on the LA Loft blog called More Bad News. All right, and then uh, at at the end of that, it has more good news about how to make money on all these new technologies by knowing what they are. What are the new technologies and industries that are doing well now and are going to be doing even uh, better as we move forward. All right, so I hope that you enjoy that and uh, make good use of it uh, to make billions of dollars. I'm Corey Chambers in Los Angeles, your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. As I mentioned earlier, a property information packet is available on any loft, condo, or house, or a private preview is available upon request. Call 213 213- Eight eight zero nine nine one zero. Thank you, and look forward to talking to you again real soon. Bye bye. Hi, this is Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for taking a minute to listen in. In a moment, I'll share with you some valuable information about this topic. VIP rental showings, rental viewings. Uh, get a chance to see properties on your time that's convenient for you. See the properties that you want to see, see the interiors, and see them in the day and time that's convenient for you. If you see any properties that are of interest to you, let us know. We will gladly send you a property information packet on any loft, condo, or house. 
for sale and a lot of them for lease. And uh, if you'd like, we will schedule an in-person, personal viewing of the interior so you can actually see the inside. If you have a home you'd like to sell, you should know that I will guarantee the sale of your present home at a price acceptable to you or I'll buy it for cash. This guarantee will allow you to buy your next home without worrying about selling your present home. To find out how much you could sell your home for, call me at 213-880-9910 now. So that's our topic today is actually seeing properties. We are getting more requests to see uh, more rentals and a few homes for sale. As I mentioned yesterday and have mentioned many times, the real estate market is bad and getting worse. So anybody who says the opposite, they're really not telling the truth or they're talking about a different place or a different time. Because for Los Angeles, especially the more urban properties, the market certainly has been getting worse and worse and it still is getting worse and worse. And so most um, people that I talk to, certainly the buyers, I talk to more buyers, sellers, renters, and landlords than almost anybody. The, even real estate professionals, very few of them talk to as many buyers, sellers, landlords, renters, investors uh, than I do. Because uh, I have uh, thousands of people who read, listen, and watch every day. Yeah, the reason is because I uh, talk about the good and the bad, the pros and cons, the, the, you know, the truth. The truth that no one has the ultimate truth, but there is a truth that includes as many diverse uh, pieces of information and as many viewpoints as possible. And that's the type of truth that I deliver to people in the LA Loft blog and on this audio podcast and in our videos that we do now every day. Almost every day we do all of them. Now when we get uh, one advantage, it's important to take advantage of every situation, such as when there are fewer buyers and fewer sellers, fewer real estate transactions. One of the things to do, there's many things, ways to take advantage of that, but one of it is to do more content. Uh, to provide more information, spend more time giving things of value to people. And these are things that will be on the internet for years and years, perhaps decades. So that's what we're doing now is providing all this information about downtown Los Angeles. So even if I die, people will still have all this valuable inside information about downtown Los, Los Angeles lo lofts and other urban properties and uh, other properties because we do all types. Uh, regular houses and, and suburban houses and also remote places including helping people to buy properties in the country and farm areas because California has plenty of farm areas once you get an hour or two hours away from Los Angeles and those are places where people can buy homes with a zero down payment uh, through the USDA the same USDA that stamps your meat as safe to eat. They also give 
zero down loans on these more rural properties. So in, since I've been doing real estate for uh, 10 to 20 years, if you include everything, then um, now we've done just about every type of property. The only thing I haven't done uh, that I want to do is land, just pure land with no construction on top of it because it's important to know about the land that's underneath the house. And also to be able to, uh, there, there's plenty of land transactions, especially once you get away from the big city. So that's why I have not done any land transactions because I'm right in the middle of the big city. So if you're doing a lot of condos like I do and, and industrial and commercial lofts, all these big city properties, then you end up doing usually a lot less land uh, than if, if you're out in the country. There are fewer buildings and there is a, a lot more land and land transactions going on. But let's get back to showings because that's our main topic of the day, viewing properties. So I got a call today from a lady who seems as though she was already having trouble seeing properties and running into, you know, f uh, being told or reading that, that they really um, need to s do virtual tours you know, videos on the internet and cameras that you could move around in the interior. But those only show a limited space. When you buy a place, one of the main things that you're buying is the neighborhood. So the virtual tours don't, don't help you see the neighborhood. You still need to drive to see the neighborhood. And then another thing it doesn't show is if it's a condo, the virtual tour doesn't does not usually show the building itself, but the building and amenities that's a major part of what you're purchasing as well is access to do they have a swimming pool? Is there a friendly security guard front desk concierge who helps you and your guests and takes your packages so uh, and then a lot of other information. You can't know what the place smells like from the, from the video, from the virtual tour. You can't know what the place sounds like. And you can't know what the place really feels like on a more, you know, the more subconscious vibe level. You can't usually get that from the virtual tour either. The virtual tour vibe is either non-existent or totally different from the actual vibe of being in there. And now with quantum physics, a lot of people don't know. Uh, I love quantum physics uh, as a you know amateur amateur physics person. But to me, it's fascinating. You know, I've always loved uh, Star Trek, which has always always contained a lot of astrophysics and other types of physics have always been included in Star Trek. That's one of the things that makes science fiction interesting is to learn about the stuff that we don't just see in front of our eyes, to learn about the stuff that they don't talk about on the mainstream news, and learn about stuff that they uh, pretty much never talk about in school, not even in the school science class. They might mention a tiny bit, fraction of it, but then they won't talk about anything that's 
really theoretical. They won't talk about the newest information. So, uh, in our science class, they certainly never mentioned quantum physics. Not once. <laughs> they never mentioned time. <laughs> A science class that never mentioned time. Not once. Come on. Or space-time, better yet. So since our topic today is kind of relatively short, I'm just going to go into basically the things that I like to talk about. But if you, the important thing is uh, that you don't need to just rely on virtual tours. For most properties, whether it's for sale or for lease, you can get inside the interior. So to get, if you'd like any help getting inside the interior, Call, call me and I'll help you. 213-880-9910. And then a lot of places are, a lot of sellers and landlords, they're not even providing virtual tours. So they're finding hard to get in there and then they're not even able to see a virtual tour. So I think it's important to always have both. That's why my listings always have it, my listings have always had a virtual tour, a video walkthrough, so that you could actually see the layout because you're walking through from the front door all, into all the rooms and back out through the front door. That way you could visualize in your brain of what is the actual layout of the place because if you're, when you're walking through a place, you can get a sense of the, the layout. And when the video walks through like a, like a human does, then you get a sense of the layout. But also it's important to get a floor plan when possible. So most of my listings include a floor plan. And also it's important to be able to get inside the interior. That's the most important. And that's still what most people rely on to be able to make the important decisions. Is to get in there in person where you could see it, smell it, feel it, and hear what's going on. Is there massive noise outside the window? Um, you know, things like that. So the, uh, that's pretty much all there is to say about seeing interiors. Currently, you do have to fill out a form for pretty much any place in California. The PEAD form, it's an advisory and disclosure about coronavirus that just says, hey, did you know that people are concerned about coronavirus? So... Just click, just uh, acknowledge that we've told you that people are concerned about coronavirus and that you should wear a mask and wear a glove if you're gonna gloves if you're gonna touch things uh, during the viewing. And those are all the most important things to know about seeing properties right now. Of course, I'm going to talk more about physics and the virus. The coronavirus, as people call it. It's important to, when we're involved in a world full of mass hysteria and panic, it's important to, you know, have as many people as possible keep a level head and have as many people as possible recognize when sometimes the majority. Uh, gets a little bit out of touch with reality. And the way that you know the majority is getting out of touch with reality is if the results 
are poor and that if their actions cause the results to be even worse. Uh, that's one of the clues. And so as we know, the results of the economy is getting worse and worse because of the panic and the hysteria. That's one sign that, that, the, that the general public may be wrong, that the politicians and the medical establishment and the news media may be wrong in, so, in some fundamental ways. Another way is if they are not uh, deliberately not giving you the truth or not the whole truth or withholding some very vital information. Another way is if they have been wrong before on many things, if they are flip-flopping and wavering and saying, do this, no, do that, no, do this, no, do that, over and over again, like wear a mask, don't wear a mask, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. If they say that it's many times more deadly, if they say the virus is many times more deadly than the flu, but then they don't follow up on that, then they may not be true. And here's how we know what are the uh, main issues of that we're, we know not to trust, most people instinctively know not to trust what other people tell them 100% without verifying it. Verify it yourself. So, we do that by looking at the virus itself as much as possible, going into Wikipedia and websites that discuss the actual virus itself and comparing it. You know, what is it? Does it share, uh, you know, how similar to the common cold is it? How similar to the flu is it? Is it the same thing? Is it, is it basically the same thing as a cold and flu? And uh, all that kind of stuff and, and comparing it. The other thing is to pay attention to what are the motivations, what the people that are telling you things that may cause some damage to your health or to your finances, what are their motivations for doing so? Because we already know that the government, if you feel unsafe and you want someone to make you feel safer, we already know the government likes that situation. The government benefits, it, it gives them job security. Same, and with the news media, it's the same thing, only more so. The news media immediately racks in more money from advertisers because with my background in advertising, I could tell you 100% you may have heard before, and it's true that advertisers want you to feel bad because they want you to believe that buying their product or service is going to make you feel better. Same thing with the news. We know if it, if it bleeds, it leads. That's what is the prime business plan of the news media, the, the television news, CNN and CBS and all those others. Plus they also, those, those ones in particular are directly connected. The, the vast majority of people who work in those organizations are Democrats. They vote Democrat. Many of them are directly uh, involved with a, a Democrat party. So there's very little uh, dissenting view. So when you get your news from CNN and CBS, you're getting it from a very extremely Democrat organization. Uh, and when you get that, you get extreme liberalism. That's why they now, rather than delivering the news, they spend a huge, substantial percentage of their time just attacking Trump and attacking any type of conservative ideas and just however however they can in every news report 
in every commentary especially to talk about you know these liberal ideals a lot of the liberal ideals are great and wonderful but there's also a lot of conservative ideals that, that are not worth tossing in the garbage the conservative ideals that are not worth tossing that are worth keeping rather than tossing are uh, focusing on results results liberal ideals are about feelings and about possibilities of what could be you know things th things you know how things could be changed conservative the definition is to not change things so before you throw away something that's been proven for 50 years or 500 or 5,000 years then you really need to analyze what are going to be the results like being a gay man and then being having being having gay marriage available uh, that sounds great but you still have to analyze what are going to be the negatives what are the negatives of gay marriage are you going to say no it feels good for me therefore any any negatives there either are none or we're not going to care about them or we're not going to think about them we're not going to disclose them no you've got to you've got to look at all sides of the story no matter what because otherwise you're only shooting yourself in the foot it's like i'm a gay man so i should get gay get a gay marriage well, maybe I should not get a gay marriage. <laughs> maybe we don't want gay marriages and gay divorces in every case. We don't have a perfect uh, marriage has not been a perfect model, especially in California, especially the, the liberal implementation of marriage. So let's just get back into quantum physics. Quantum physics. Space-time space-time let's talk about space-time so the, what we've been studying lately is first of all it's good to know where we came from and quantum physics is really beginning to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that what we call the beginning and the end is, is not a good not a good way to, to describe things with this beginning and end stuff because now we know that the Big Bang is not the beginning of everything it's just the beginning of that particular universe and it's also that Big Bang is actually the end of the previous universe it's the end of the, the end point of the black hole the very end of the black hole is the Big Bang so it just reminds us how everything cycles that's one of the biggest, hugest human failings. I'm actually writing a book just about how dumb people are and, and human failings in general. One of the biggest problems that humans have is recognizing cycles, seeing them and recognizing what they are, and then really fully understanding uh, all the ramifications of cycles, such as uh, things are more about evolution rather than beginnings and endings. It turns out that everything is, most everything is best described in evolution rather than the beginning and the end, the creation and the, <coughs> and the deletion. 
So if we, uh, the more we look at everything in the universe, our lives, our family, children, grandparents, uh, money, business, the universe itself, time, we see that there is not a concrete beginning and end, but, an, but, but cycles and evolution. Everything is just cycling and cycling and cycling. So a cycle has a beginning and an end, but the but the end is the is the is the next beginning, and the beginning is the continuation of the of the previous end. So that's how we need to look at everything, and then also evolution. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, the chicken had to come first because it laid the egg, but wait a minute, the chicken came from an egg. So the chicken came before the egg, but and the egg came before the chicken. So that's just called evolution. So before you have what we see now is today's chicken and today's egg, there was a different type of chicken, a different type of egg. There was before that a, a non-chicken and a non-egg, but something slightly different. And so that's what evolu- That's why we need to think about evolution when we think about be- uh, the beginning and end of things. And that really will help us in our own, and to figure out more things in our own lives. And so that's what I could say as someone who's over 50 that I would not have really given much thought to at age 25. But plus we didn't have all the quantum physics information when I was 25. And now people do. So now people know that this has all been proven by, you know, in the physics laboratory as ways to look at things that could really change our uh, thinking, improve our thinking, and change our lives. So, uh, oh, time. Time is one of the most recent things that I've really learned because we just learned in the past few years, really, that space-time, that time and space is one, they're different viewpoints of the same thing, the same substance, space-time. So when people think about like the beginning of time and end of time, they're kind of thinking about that incorrectly because... What happens is when, like at the Big Bang, time begins. Space-time and time are connected. Quantum physicists are talking about that a lot, but the average person is, is not talking about it a lot. And why should we talk about physics when our, maybe our favorite topic is business or money or real estate? Because I've learned that Economics and money and business principles and life principles, they directly get, can be translated to and from physics. I mentioned that a little bit before, but it bears repeating. Uh, Money, for instance, the way that money flows, the way that money gets stopped up is a lot like water. And in fact, electricity and power, energy, everything, almost everything follows the same type of physics, 
laws and people. People are like resources if you run a company. But that is one way that people are kind of different. Um, but they can still be, even people can be boiled down to these laws of physics when you're dealing with people. You just have to get your laws of physics right and not get distracted by um, emotion without logic. You've got you to include the logic and the emotion together. So the more that you work with people, while people are the biggest wild card, the most unpredictable, they still follow these predictable patterns that have a certain level of predictability. And they can still fall into uh, more or less the same scientific principles. Also, the older that you get, the people are, they do get a little bit easier to predict. There's a certain set of behaviors that people do, and they vary quite a bit, but they still follow, they still fall into patterns uh, that you could assign a number to as far as how predictable it is. So you can say this, this human behavior is... 99% predictable. This particular other human behavior is only, say, 10 or 20% predictable. So you can still assign, even to human behaviors, you can still assign numbers to it. You just don't ever say that it's this is 100%. <laughs> and that's true with everything, but especially human behavior. You don't assign the 100% likelihood to human behavior. The other thing about human behavior you could assign 100% is that the human will uh, die and pay taxes and die. You can give that 100%, especially the death part. But now that's kind of changing. Some people, of course, go through their whole lives and never pay taxes. Maybe they never make any money. They don't live in the U.S. They may live in Sri Lanka in the forest and never work for a company and never pay any taxes. They also may not even die. Now when people are getting close to death, they may be frozen. I'll talk more about that in another episode. <laughs> what happens when you get frozen? Well, we are learning. We know, we know now, and it's obvious that the, what we call this life and death this of our own lives is not the beginning and the end. There's no uh, on and off switch like that. It's just people get harder and harder to repair. What we call death means that we're not able to repair it. Uh, we're not able to do a good job of repairing it. We're not able to permanently repair it. And now more than ever, rather than people just naturally dying, they're getting unplugged at the hospital. <laughs> They're getting unplugged from life support. So that kind of correlates to our economy right now. What are we unplugging the right pieces and keeping the right pieces on life support? So thanks for joining me. 
and this discussion about seeing properties. As I mentioned earlier, a property information packet is available on any loft, condo, or house, or private preview is available upon request. Call 213-880-9910. I'm Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for joining me. Look forward to talking to you again real soon. Bye-bye.